The second you start getting inside your own head, the reason you don't follow through with the things you want to accomplish is because you're the only person inside of your head. And that's where you got to include someone else in your life, somebody who cares who you've included in this goal. So, you know, and let's be honest, Chris, you know this, things are not going to go your way. Like just plan on that. That's like the absolute in life. Like there's a lot of things that are not going to go your way. And so if you're very serious about a goal, you know, there should be an uh, associated piece to the SMART goal, which is accountability. <laughs> like have someone who you're including in your goal to say, okay, Charlie, it's March or it's April 1st. You're only down 15 pounds. What you're doing is not working. Have you thought about trying something else? Because what you're doing right now is not working. Hopefully you've included somebody who knows what they're talking about in this SMART goal that can actually give you good guidance and saying, all right, let me look at these food journals. Like, Welcome back, Charlie. Our last podcast of 2018. I know, man. It's been, uh, it's been a great year. Chris, I just want to say thanks for your contribution to this podcast and, and contribution in so many ways, man. You, you're amazing. So thanks for doing this. You bet. You bet. So um, 2018, brand new year. Obviously, once we start New Year's, we start talking about New Year's resolutions and what we're going to do. And then I heard an interesting stat yesterday. 92% of New Year's resolutions are usually never come to fruition, right? You stay on for a couple weeks. And then 80%, I heard are done by February. So what I thought we'd talk about today is kind of along those same lines, but it's it's more um, with the new year coming up and resolutions talking about goals. I know that's a big push right now in the gym. Um, and if anybody listening has been uh, has been to the gym in the last month, you know we've got all kinds of goals. We've got something called SMART goals, and we've got all kinds of – there's just been a big push by you and Gus to do this. And, and so, thank you for those of you that have participated and in, in put note cards in the note card file for, for 2019 goals. So let, let's talk a little bit about goals and, and really kind of start small and then expand. Start, start micro with just in the gym and fitness. And you and I were talking earlier about how these goals can even ex- – expand the boundaries of fitness and expand the boundaries of, of the gym and, and setting goals in your life. And we'll kind of finish with that, with that part in the life, but um, with that part of the goal of setting goals in your life and kind of uh, that can tend to force the direction of your life, which way you want it to go. So um, first of all, talk to me just about goal setting. What is considered a good, good goal, a you know, what a, define a good goal and define this kind of smart acronym that you talk about. Yeah. And, you know, I think so, so uh, like goals really begin in your head, right? They're, they're thoughts, you know, I want to, I want to be a better husband. You see somebody do a muscle up, man, I'd like, I'd like to get a muscle up one day. You, uh, you're lifting, right? Deadlift, back squat, whatever you, you know, clean and jerk. Man, I'd like to do more. So that's kind of how they start. They just they're just a thought, man. We believe it or not, like we have thoughts about goals, about things we'd like to accomplish every day all the time. And when we take those thoughts and and we try to now, you know, actually say, "Okay, how do I make this happen?" Now we're actually going through a an advanced thought process which could be, you know, called a goal, right? So now how do you say I want to get stronger on my clean and jerk and you want to make that measurable. So you want to actually say, how do I know if where I am now and where I hope to be 
if there was a difference, right? We can do that in a body fat percentage. We can, we can do that in some areas specific to the gym. So one of the things that, you know, was released, I mean, it's been around as long as I even know um, that I've been setting goals, but is SMART goals. And at the beginning, whenever I heard the, the term SMART goals, I want to say Dave Ramsey introduced me to this. Um, not like that long ago. I mean, it was probably six years ago. And I, I had heard of SMART goals, but I probably couldn't have told you what they meant. Well, and he didn't come up with it. It was, you know, something that he had gotten from someone else. But SMART goals, it's an acronym, right? So the S is for specific. So let's just take the clean and jerk example. So it needs to be a specific goal. So it's not like I just want to get stronger in the clean and jerk. It could be um, I want to get 20 pounds stronger in the clean and jerk. Or it could be um, I want to clean and jerk 225 pounds, right? One of those would be would be sufficient. The M would be measurable. And so we would have to establish what our clean and jerk is now. So if it's 185 pounds and then it needs to be measurable. So we need to be able to say, okay, when we did 225 pounds, we increased that. It was measured. We did 185 when we tested and then 225 at some point whenever that was or 205 if we wanted to increase 20 pounds. We could measure that. There's a difference. Um, A is for attainable. Now, attainable, you know, would be saying if you're a 185 pound clean and jerk, I want to uh, clean and jerk, you know, my body weight times two, for example, could be a could be a specific goal. You know, I'm 200 pounds. Uh, let's be honest, a 400 pound clean and jerk, first and foremost, for most people is never going to happen. I mean, you're like atlas and basically the strongest man i've ever met so you're not even clean and jerking 400 pounds but for the average person that's going to be not attainable and i don't want to be a dream crusher when i say that but you need to you know i think you need and i want to i want to hang out here for two minutes i think there's a there's a balance here i probably lean more towards the conservative side but I also think you need to be stretched a little bit. And that's where having other people in your life, right? Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's, when I say I lean more towards the conservative side is I'll probably won't put a number down, let's say if it is a clean and jerk, that will stretch me. I'll probably always do something that I think I can do, which is good, right? If it's an improvement, that's great. But you probably need to stretch yourself, it, you know, it, and that could be in other areas too. It doesn't have to be in a clean and jerk, right? It's like body fat percentage. Like if you're at 30% body fat and you're like, all right, I know 25% is possible. Well, maybe you need somebody to say, well, you know, why not put 23 down? Mm -hmm. Now, 23 is a stretch, but what's it going to do? After we create that SMART goal, we have to create an action plan. And that's where a lot of times people do not follow through is they just have their smart goal, but then they don't create an action plan. We can talk more about that if you want. Okay. So A is attainable. R is relevant. Okay. Is it even relevant? When I say that is what is a 225 pound or 205 pound clean and jerk going to do in your life? Like, is it really a big deal? Now, if you are trying to RX the open as another smart goal, right? Then it's probably relevant to that goal. And you kind of need to go through the whole thought process of, is it even relevant to RX the open? Like all these goals need to point somewhere else. And I kind of mentioned this to you is like your fitness goals should be a component of your goals, not 
all of your goals. In other words, the health and fitness goals should support bigger goals because I believe you healthy makes you a better version of you. In other words, when you work out and this complements your life and this kind of uh, makes you go back into your work and your family and your hobbies and everything that matters to you that's important in life, because you're exercising, you're able to do those things and an upgraded version of you. So the R needs to be relevant, you know, asking yourself, is this relevant to what I want to accomplish in my life? And then the last one is T, which is time-based. So, you know, if we are going to get a 205 or, you know, add 20 pounds to our clean and jerk or get to a 225 pound clean and jerk or whatever it is that we say, you got to set a deadline. You know, is that a 90 day goal? Is that a 2019 goal? Meaning, you know, by the end of the year, it needs to have a day that you can check the box and say, I did it. Otherwise, you're just kind of open-ended and you're not necessarily working for anything. You're just kind of saying, okay, I hope I get a 225 pound clean and jerk at some point. And again, all of these things, you know, are good. So it's not like the goal doesn't count if it doesn't have all these components. This is just what somebody probably who put a lot more thought to it than me said are the components of a smart goal. Okay. Okay, good. So <clears throat> kind of talk to me now a little bit about understanding what a smart goal is. Talk to me about what we're doing here at the gym with these smart goals. Um, what, 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 are you, what are you asking the members to do? You know, what, um, you know, are, is there any carrots we're dangling out in front of them or, or is it just for them? Talk to me a little bit about the yeah, so, cards and everything yep. else. So, I don't think yeah, heard so, that. so we have on the whiteboards, uh, 2019 goals, smart goals. We've laid out what is smart, uh, the acronym, uh, stand for. And we're asking members to write down these goals on note cards. The note cards will be filed. Uh, now, are these just fitness goals, Charlie? These are these? only specific okay. to the gym. Correct. But I would hope that they this ignites a desire to do this in other areas of their life if they aren't already for somebody who's already doing this in their life well now this is just an opportunity that that your gym that we are giving you an opportunity to publicly uh, announce these goals and be recognized for these goals so you will file your note card in the note card holder by alphabetical order by last name you can have as many goals as you want so somebody out there who's got three to five goals Man, write them all out, put them on different note cards, file them. And then what we're going to do is throughout the year, we'll have that little note card deal sitting there. And when you accomplish that goal, we can you can go grab it out of there. And we have a bulletin board in between the restrooms that you and everyone else will walk through out the year and see. And we want you to pin that goal on that bulletin board so that not only you see it, but your peers see it. And on the note card, we're asking you to write your name and sign your name because sometimes the signature, you can't even understand who the person is. That way that whenever somebody looks up on that bulletin board, not only are they saying, wow, Chris, you know, clean and jerked 400 pounds, which was a goal he wrote down back in the beginning of the year or at the end of 2018, but they'll come up to you and be like, Chris, dude, I saw that you did that. That's amazing. You're going to then inspire other people because you accomplished that goal. So it creates some conversations in the gym. Like if somebody wrote down lose 50 pounds by July of 2019 and somebody loses 50 pounds, they're going to come and ask them, what did you do? How did you do that? And you then get to share your, your, your experience, your journey and what you did. Also, 
I would encourage members to go visit those goals throughout the year, right? On, on a systematic basis, like every month, go look at the goals. Every week, go look at the goals. You can go look at your goal that you wrote down that you signed. These are, these are things that you can put in place to help you accomplish what it is that you're saying you want to do. Do you have to do it? Absolutely not. Do I encourage you to do it? Yes, because I believe that if you write something down, and not only that, but and we'll we'll look at these. So we're going to look through the note card, and we'll kind of get a you know understanding of what it is that people want to accomplish in the gym, and that just gives opportunities for you know conversations and things like that. But um, but nobody's going to make you do that. Like you have to make you do that, and that's how life works. Like you're responsible for accomplishing what it is that you want to accomplish in life. We can help and we can support. But it's like, you know, somebody once said, if you want to climb a mountain, you know, let's say there's this big mountain. Well, I cannot carry you up the mountain, but I will take every step that you step, you know, or a marathon. I can't carry you for 26 miles, but every time you take a step, I'll take a step. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to support you, encourage you, create these opportunities for you to kind of have a trajectory that you want to set in your health and fitness, whatever that may be, because everybody's got different goals. Everybody's here doing CrossFit or working out, but everybody has different goals that they're here, different reasons they're here. And some people don't even think about this kind of stuff. Some people just show up every day. But then if I sat them down for an hour and kind of asked them what they want in life or, you know, how does the gym support your life and how does the gym make you a better version of you and and kind of ask some really good questions, you know, and, and try to peel that onion a little bit, man, I bet we could come up with some really awesome goals for them could be something like go to the gym five days a week for the first 90 days. I mean, that's, you know, it could be something like, yeah, maybe um, get a ring muscle up or a bar muscle up by the end of the year or get my first handstand push up. And then those are the ones that really need action plans associated with them. It can't just be because it's a great goal, but it's kind of like revenue, right? Like I told you, it's like if you want to create revenue, if you want to create more income in your life, like it's a great goal. How are you going to do it? Got to create an action plan. Yep, and that's that's a really good segue because that was going to be my next my next uh, question. Kind of break apart that action plan. Talk talk to me a little bit about that. Maybe use the muscle up example, or maybe losing the fifty pound example. Talk to me a little bit about that action plan. So I think you're right. It looks great if I write on a whiteboard that I want to lose fifty pounds, but I mean that in twenty five. Yeah. that in a quarter by a cup of coffee, right? You okay. have to you have to you have to put those actions towards that. So talk to me a little bit about some tips. Yeah. So let's do both of those because I think they're very good um, goals, right? So let's, let's use the, let's do a smart goal for 50 pounds. So I want to lose 50 pounds, um, specific, measurable, right? Let's say I weigh 250 pounds right now and I want to be 200. Um, Attainable. Okay. That's where, let's put the time part. So let's do the A and the T. You know, I think somebody really focused who's 250 pounds, if I'm, if I'm not being super conservative, I'm going to call it between six and nine months. So let's be aggressive, right? Let's, let's kind of uh, lean more towards that person who's going to say, all right, let's do this. So July 1st, I want to lose 50 pounds by July 1st. I currently weigh 250 pounds. Is it relevant? Absolutely. You carrying around 50 less pounds is going <laughs> to help you in so many ways. So... Um, so now let's create an action plan. Well, I guarantee you this is going to need help outside of yourself. You can have a conversation with 
somebody who you respect and, and feel can add value in this area, maybe somebody who's done it before, right? So, you know, chances are you know somebody who's lost weight. I would schedule a meeting with them, maybe coffee, maybe lunch, maybe a get together, and just having a conversation. And what I would do, this is me, I would actually kind of ask that person if I could meet with them, you know, maybe twice a month, and they help hold me accountable because I've set this smart goal to lose 50 pounds. So an action plan there is accountability, right? I need accountability to ensure that I'm going to do this. So asking them to meet twice a month. Plus, I got a little bit of their story, so how they did it. Another person you can meet with, obviously, is me or anybody here at the gym. Have a conversation with somebody. Say, I want to lose 50 pounds. Where I start? Um, and then those people will help you create some sort of action plan. So like right now, if that's you, I would say right now an easy thing to do is start identifying where you are in your current diet. You know, establish some... Um, some baseline, you know, like how many calories are you eating, food journaling, making sure we have a starting point. And then is the way you're currently eating going to get you there? No, because it hasn't, hasn't got you there. So what are some of the specific changes that you want to make? So I would probably say a sub bullet. So let's say the person is drinking soft drinks. Well, I'm not going to have any soft drinks for six months. Let's say the person that's saying that is working out, but they're only coming two to, you know, it's very spotty. It's like sometimes, sometimes they come two days a week. Sometimes they come three or four days a week. And then if the person's not working out, well, obviously we want to set some goals to work out. Right. But let's say they're already a member here. So they come two to four days a week. I want to come five days a week for the next six months. Okay. So now we've addressed two big things, movement, right? More activity, less sugar and soft drinks. Um, and then let's throw maybe another one out there that could be um, some sort of macronutrient, right? So the established, you know, and, and these are, again, if we want to create goals, we have to be um, very specific. So it's like the person might be like, well, I don't even know how many carbs I eat, or I don't even know how many grams of protein I eat, or I don't even know how many grams of fat. Well, that's probably a problem, right? So I could even say for the month of January, let's just, again, establish a baseline. Let's see what these tendencies are doing, which is why we're food journaling. So the, the, one of the big goals could be food journaling for six months. One of the small goals could be like the month of January, I want to figure out what my macronutrients look like. And then the month of February is I want to change one of those three macronutrients. In other words, my protein has been really off. I get 80 grams on one day. I get 150 grams on the other day. Well, you're a 250 pound person. So maybe you could say I want to eat in the month of February. 200 grams of protein per day. And then in the month of March, keeping that protein goal in the month of March, we want to set a carbohydrate goal. And we want, you know, and that's how we play with this game is like, I mean, that that could go and spider web into so many different sub goals, but those are some easy ones. Maybe you drink a lot of alcohol, you know, maybe you drink on the weekends and you know, that and, and for six months, obviously, we need to cut that intake out or significantly down, right? Because alcohol is going to not only give you a lot of calories, a lot of sugar, it's going to make you feel sluggish. There's a lot of things that that's not going to help you in. So there's other areas that we can spider web, but that gives you a little bit of an idea of that 50 pound goal action plan. Muscle ups. All right, let's see what, what can you currently do? Well, let's just say you can get a few pull-ups, like maybe 30 in a workout. So if like a workout has more than 30 pull-ups, 
you're starting to think, oh my, like, like when this podcast goes out, we're actually going to have a uh, hundred Angie pull-ups, hundred pull-ups. We're working, we're doing Angie. And so if a workout like Angie is like, man, I can't do that. Well, then obviously your pull-up strength isn't there. So if you don't have, if you, do you have any chest to bars? You know what? And, and I would even go back and rewind and say, okay, what is your kip look like? What is your hollow body look like? This one's for sure, in my opinion, going to need a little bit of outside coaching. Um, I think the nutrition one does too, but maybe, you know, and it depends on you. Like, you know yourself, you know, a coach is always going to help, you know, and that doesn't have to be a coach from the gym, but having a coach, meaning somebody who's holding you accountable. I have a lot of coaches in my life. I have people that hold me accountable, you know, and they don't just come to me and say, Hey, I want to be your coach. Like you have to find these people, you know, you have to go look for them. So just so happens, like if you need a muscle up, well, obviously we have, you know, a lot of coaches that can help you that if you want to lose 50 pounds, we have a lot of coaches that can help you with that. You don't need to go outside for that, but some areas in your life that maybe you need help with, um, that are not gym related, you may want to go out and look for a coach. Another word for that could be a mentor, you know, but what we can do for you on a muscle up is create, and it's very much going to be based on where you start, create an actual, you know, 12 month timeline or six month timeline for whenever that goal is that you want to get your ring muscle up. And, you know, let's say for January, all we want to do is work on hollow holds, right? On the ground, just you be a hold, hold your hollow and arch for a minute each. You know, if right now you do that and you can't hold that position, then you are not going to be able to hold it on the, on the pull-up bars. If you can't hold that and do that hollow body on the pull-ups on the, on the pull-up bars or on the rings, that's going to be an issue. If your kip is not very strong on a pull-up, that's how we get up over the rings is not, you know, I'm a 200 pound guy. You're a heavy guy too, you're not going to get over the rings because you're doing a strict muscle up, especially as we're learning. So now does it help to train a strict muscle up? Absolutely. So we can utilize some of the tools that we know to help you, but set January specific goals, February specific goals, March specific goals. So that by the time you are, you know, getting towards that timeline that you want to get this goal, you're now so much further along getting the goal. Instead of starting in January, writing it on the note card, and then not doing anything about it, just kind of having this great smart goal, but not having an action plan to follow through with it. Good. So <clears throat> a couple questions, there's a lot there. So a couple questions about the goals. Um, first off, are you a big believer in setting benchmarks to get your goal? So in other words, do you, if, you're, if I'm gonna lose 50 pounds, and you're coaching somebody through that, somebody's come up to you and said, I, I want to lose 50 pounds. Will you go as far as to give them, I guess, and you've referenced it a little bit, but w- w- give them a smart goal each step of the way. So in other words, we want to be at 10 pounds uh, off in February, 20 pounds, and then do little benchmarks. Absolutely. I, I would say like, um, I don't necessarily think I'm a big believer in it, but when you when you word it like that, I think I think that's just part of a smart goal. You know, it's like a benchmark should be almost, you know, it's kind of like a kip in a muscle up. Like it's just part of a muscle up. So, you know, yes, if we're losing 50 pounds, you know, let's say where do we want to be in January 31st? You know, if we want to lose 50 pounds by July 1st, you know, are we on par at the end of the first quarter? You know, April 1, we should be at least down 25 pounds, you know, and, and yes. So benchmarks along the way are very good. Yeah. Okay. And then along with that, and this goes to the time aspect, 
what happens if either our benchmarks start falling behind or our goal is not going to make the time. So we want to lose 50 pounds by July. And it is because this is where I think most people fail and they get frustrated. It's March or maybe even May. And we want to lose these 50 pounds by July. And now we've only lost five pounds or eight pounds. And now it, it, the goal has not become attainable anymore. It's going to be really hard to, to lose that 42 extra pounds in three months. So, so, okay, so, so what's your advice? There? Yeah, yeah. So people are emotional. And I and I say that in the in a kind way. I don't want to make it sound like like I'm insensitive, but we are myself included emotional people. In other words, like when things don't go our way, we don't like it. That's why you need a coach. <laughs> That's why you need somebody to talk sense into you. You know, and when you know when you're in the middle of a workout and it's not going your way, and I I guarantee you this happens to a lot of these top athletes. Like even like a and we know, let's be honest, like probably females are a little more emotional than males, but some of these females would be honest with you, like uh, you know, Brooke Wells or Katrin Davis' daughter. And what is Ben uh forget his name. Bergeron. 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 <laughs> what is Bergeron doing as their coach? He is keeping them level headed. He's saying, Hey, I know you just got 39th place on this workout. There are 16 events at the CrossFit Games. Rich Froning has gotten first with a 36th place. Get your head together. We've got 12 more events. That's exactly what those women need to hear, right? And it's not just the women. The guys need it too. I'm sure Matt Frazier, you know, the second you start getting inside your own head, the reason you don't follow through with the things you want to accomplish is because you're the only person inside of your head. And that's where you got to include someone else in your life, somebody who cares who you've included in this goal. So, you know, and let's be honest, Chris, you know this, things are not going to go your way. Like just playing on that. That's like the absolute in life. Like there's a lot of things that are not going to go your way. And so if you're very serious about a goal, you know, there should be an uh, associated piece to the smart goal, which is accountability. <laughs> like have someone who you're including in your goal to say, okay, Charlie, it's March or it's April 1st. You're only down 15 pounds. What you're doing is not working. Have you thought about trying something else? Because what you're doing right now is not working. Hopefully, you've included somebody who knows what they're talking about in this SMART goal that can actually give you good guidance and saying, all right, let me look at these food journals. Like, let me see what's going on. And we do this all the time with the six-week challenge. Like, that's basically what the six-week challenge is, is us sitting down with you, walking alongside you, like helping figure out what is wrong with your current diet you know, in working towards a solution because obviously what you've been doing hasn't been working. And so having somebody who's in, who's knowledgeable in an area, you know, it's like me coming to you and saying like, hey, will you watch me do handstand pushups? Well, I'm sitting there getting frustrated because, you know, I'm doing Diane 21-15-9 deadlift handstand pushup and I can't figure out this thing and, and, and my time's not getting better. Well, you watch me do handstand pushups and you're like, Charlie, and let's say I'm unbroken on my deadlifts, 21 in a row, 15 in a row, nine in a row. Deadlifts is my problem. But every time I get upside down, you're like, dude, you're doing strict handstand pushups. And I'm like, no, I'm kipping. You're like, bro, you're bringing your knees down, you're barely kicking up. You know? yes. and, you, and you're like, you know what? Let me film you. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh, you're right. Okay, so I need to work on my kip. And if I get better at my kip, then I'm going to significantly reduce my Diane time. Just as an illustration. So... When you hit that frustration, which you will, and you're not going in the direction you want to go, include another person. You know, have a conversation. Don't be the only person in your head. I think that's a good point because I think, and I referenced it earlier, I think that's where 
where people fail, right? Where people fail in goals is they get frustrated and it doesn't meet their timeline. And I, I mean, it happens to myself. Yeah, all it's all of us. To- and, and, you know, let's be honest, the root there, why do we not include someone else? Pride. Amen, brother. That's Pride. exactly what I was going to say. We hate, there's a part inside of every single one of us that hates to not be awesome. We want to be the best. We want to always be on top. The second I go to you, Chris, and I say, hey, man, you know, one of my goals for 2019 was to take my family on a vacation, right, which would require me to probably be a little more intentional about saving money and this and that. And, and man, I'm, I'm so far away from getting that. Like, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. Man, my pride hates that. But, dude, what are you going to do? If I came to you, I mean, we're me. Our friendship goes way deeper than than working out. I mean, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna talk, like you're gonna ask me some better questions. You're gonna be like, and then I'm gonna open up and I'd be like, man, times got real tough, and I just couldn't put it aside, and we need to spend it here. And you're gonna be like, dude, and what is the, probably the best thing that you're gonna say is like, man, it's gonna be okay. Like I know you probably can't do that trip at the timeline that you wanted to, but I guarantee you, like, start now. Like, why don't you just start now? Adjust the timeline. Amen, brother. Adjust right there. The you, but, but nonetheless, I included you. So, But you nailed it. My pride doesn't want me to come to you because now it's like, okay, I would much rather come to Chris and be like, my friend, and be like, dude, we're going to go on this vacation, yeah. man. I set the goal back in January, man. We've been putting X amount of dollars aside, and we're going to go have a blast, and I'll send you pictures, mm-hmm. and I'll put them on Facebook. Man, let's be honest. That's what everybody wants to say. Mm-hmm. That's not how it goes. Like, yeah. That's not how, you know, you don't, you don't hear that happening very often. It typically is because we're walking alongside some people. We're including them in our goals and dreams and they're helping hold us accountable. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great point about adjusting the timeline. I think people can get wrapped up in the goals and, you know, you got to adjust the timeline. I've had to adjust my timeline for my goals. I know, you know, I have these conversations with other athletes in the gym, other coaches in the gym. I think that's an important point to to um to hammer home all right let, let's shift the focus just a little bit because let's shift it outside the fitness and uh health and losing weight realm because um, i know that you are a big goal person not only when it comes to fitness that's a microchasm of 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 your goals um you believe right and i want you to i want you to kind of break this apart and unpack this for us but you believe that you know your whole life you know your marriage every facet every important facet of your life you have goals set up, which is very admirable because I don't think, and you and I were talking before, nine out of 10 people can't do this. I'm pretty goal oriented and I don't do this. Um, and and I, I really need to get motivated to do this because I think it's a game changer. But talk to me a little bit about how you set your goals up outside of fitness, outside of health and what you're doing related to that. I'll, I'll start with like the why is, you know, we got to understand that, And I've said this on podcasts previously like how the brain works. Like when you understand how the brain works and that you're basically downloading information into that and that is dictating so much of the way that you live your life and the decisions that you make on a daily basis. Like to me, goal setting is simply downloading software and having intentional time to, you know, it's like reading a book, right? When you want to get better at, weight loss, you could buy a book that's going to educate you. You're downloading software. So your brain, you know, it's like what you, 
what you listen to every day, what kind of music you listen to, the type of people that you associate yourself with, like all that is, is words coming into your ears, which downloads into your brain. And so understanding how the brain works is like, man, I want to maximize every ounce of what my brain can handle. And so therefore I know that if I sit down and I've had great people in my life who have taught me this, right? So like my dad being one of the people who kind of just really downloaded this thought pattern into my brain, just talking about how powerful your mind is. Um, and then other successful people that I interact with very regularly who do this kind of stuff all the time um, and who they have learned, right? They, it's just, it's almost like this like conversation that, that is being had amongst people who, who are that one out of 10 people. And it's very casual and it's very common. And so, um, for me, you know, when I start looking at one of those areas would be the gym is like, I want to, you know, create this experience for every single person who comes into this place to have an amazing, uh, opportunity to change their life. Right. That, you know, but a lot of that happening, that's a very not smart goal. That's just kind of like my dream. How are we going to do that? And that's where the goals come in. How is this gym going to continue to thrive? My family, I want my marriage to be, you know, forever, right, in, on this earth. I want my kids to grow up knowing that I love them more than anything. I want my wife to know that I love her more than anything. And I want to create memories for my kids. And I want to create memories with my wife that when we're 80 years old and we're sitting there and we have all this, these memories together, right? Okay, that's a dream. That's great. Like, to me, these goals, this family planning that Alicia and I do every year is is setting that up, right? Is Because it, it's so easy in your business to drown in your business. I mean, I go from coaching a class to meeting with a person to replying to emails to paying bills to uh, home to bathe kids <laughs> to, you know, eat dinner to, you know, just be exhausted at the end of the day and to get up at three o'clock in the morning and do it all over again. And man, we live in that, right? So goals to me, so this is not something that you should only do at this time of year. I mean, it's something we should constantly be doing. But to me, January creates this amazing momentum associated with it. And so if we can, it's like a wave, okay? I don't surf, okay? Alicia did grow up surfing and uh, her, her family surfs, you know, they're in Corpus Christi. And it's funny because like we were just there for the holidays, and, you know, they actually know when there's good surf out. Like, you know, I don't look at the beach and know anything. They have, they have an app that tells them if the surf is good that day. And they have wetsuits. Like, they don't care if the water's cold. They don't care about anything. They'll, they'll go out and surf because they, they, they care about that. And to me, January 1st is like, you know, do you ever watch Point Break? Keanu Reeves? Of course, of course. You know how they all wanted to live. All those surfers wanted to live for that one wave or that season that one day in australia where the giant to me that's what january 1st is is for goals mm -hmm. it's just like man if you're a surfer which for me i'm a goal setter why not because of this idea other than i know how the brain operates i want to capitalize on this wave that i know is going to happen january 1 every single year so i've included alicia in that surf and she now not being a traditional goal setter man, she'll walk out of our family planning and actually, you know, like, like I said to you, it actually gets me and her on the same page. And we talk about just about everything that you can think about 
traveling and, and vacations for the year, core values or family values, our kids and specific things like sports, you know, like how many sports and activities do we want them to be involved with every year? We talk about people and relationships, like who do we want to be intentional about in this coming year to spend time with? not just as a couple, but even individually. Like I told you, I want to be intentional about calling my dad twice a, twice a week. Um, but those are things that we don't just, you know, do every day. And, and they probably more so come in the, in the way of thoughts, like I talked about earlier in the beginning of this recording, but they never become smart goals and they never become accountable pieces in our life. And so, and the gym is the same thing, you know, now having a, a partner in Gus, we had the opportunity to do that together, which was amazing, right? So it's like, I've had to do it by myself and kind of feel like I'm carrying this ship for so long. And in terms of like setting goals for the gym and really being intentional about that, and I've included the staff in those things, like when we had an annual uh, a meeting at the beginning of the year, end of the year, but now having Gus, somebody that I can sit down with and say, all right, man, where do we want to take this place this year? What do we want to do? How do we continue to create this experience for people? And, and then I have individual goals. Like these are things that I want to accomplish. Like these are things that I want to do. And you're right, health and fitness, to be honest with you, it's funny because that's my, that's my thing. Like but it's the smallest piece of my whole pie. You know, it's like, I mean, my goals work out five days a week. My, one of my big goals is don't get hurt, <laughs> you know, but in, in there, how do I not get hurt? I put in, I want to do 15 minutes of stretching and mobilizing three days a week. I didn't put five days a week because I'm not good at it to begin with. Yeah. And so I need to, I need to kind of warm up that muscle. Right. And I need to put a priority on that to make sure that I'm not, you know, injuring myself. So, but really that's it. I did put food journal, food journal for the, my fitness pal, uh, five days a week for the year. So at least five days a week. And I'll have a way to go back in and check if I did that. Um, so yeah, health and fitness. I have three goals. Don't get hurt, which attached to that. In my opinion, one of the ways to do that is just stretch and mobilize, be smart, obviously in workouts and you know, all the above. It kind of like, I know what that means for me. I just need to be able to be able to see it. Um, work out five days a week and food journal five days a week. That's it. You know, but, but I got like way more than just that going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. And I, I told you before, I think that's admirable because I think if most of us could, could sit down and focus for a day or however long you did, I think it's, I, I know we, Chris and I were just talking about this. I know that would be very beneficial for us. I'm going to sit down and do that because the one thing we asked for for the new year, Pastor Will did a really good sermon yesterday on asking God for stuff. Is we, I did, I don't know if Kristen did, but I asked for margin. I'd ask for a little bit of more margin in my life because exactly what you described is our life. We get up, she goes to work, I go to work, or I go work out, I go to work, and then we're so exhausted by the time we get kids here and there, there's just no margin in our life because we're in bed and everything else. And I think goal setting like that create, helps create that margin helps create and keep you accountable and everything else. All right. So I know we got to close here. Um, one final thing, I guess one final thought before we close is, um, for the Lima's, if you're comfortable sharing, what, what is your, um, what is the one goal you want to share with the public? That is your most important goal, family, uh, friends, fitness, whatever you, if, if, if you couldn't do any of the other goals, 
for whatever reason, you know, some unrealistic reason, what is the one goal that you would keep up there? Um, yeah, line? no, I think that's great. You know, and, and, you know, Chris, I kind of shared with you what are the things that are important to us. But I think after meeting with Alicia and doing our, our family planning, I think it starts with like our values, you know, um, man, if you can identify the things that are important to you and, and, and get on the same page with your spouse, you know, that, that right there could be the most important thing of all. And just saying for 2019, like we want to live these things out. Now, very important to talk about values. These should be things that you already are. It shouldn't be things that you aspire to be. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to write down, um, generosity (laughs) and not saying this in a bad way. If it's not typically what we do, if that's like, that's a admirable thing to hope to be, but if that's not kind of part of your DNA, then it really doesn't need to be part of your values. That can definitely be one of your goals, Mm -hmm. but these are things that you, you believe like, and so for Alicia and I, you know, and and our values were easy this year because we actually, um, we had values that we established three years ago. Uh, last year we had, we started with five last year, we narrowed it down to three. And this year we just kind of really, uh, when we sat down and, and did this, we said, you know what, these are still our values. These are still the things that are important to us. And the first ones, we believe the Bible, like we, you know, in our home, like we just believe the Bible. That's, that's a value for us. We take care of our bodies. You know, that's very important to us is, um, yeah, you'll see the kids eating goldfish and, you know, I mean, we're not perfect and it's not like they eat organic everything, but we take care of our bodies. And then lastly, we love everyone. And that's, those are the three things that we believe and those are our values. And so I share that with you guys just to kind of give you a, hopefully a better picture of who Alicia and I are and what we believe. And at the same time to hopefully encourage you to sit down if you're not married, think through yourself and, and create some things that are important to you. And then hopefully you're, you're living around these values. Hopefully these are things that you're, you're uh, living uh, in your life and you can assess yourself as you go. I think it's a good place to end it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.